You know, every now and again, you run into a situation or an encounter that reminds you that there are many levels to understanding um, the origins of certain things, etymologies, ways of thinking, trains of thought. The N-word is no exception. Welcome back to another episode of The World According to Us. This is your man, your host, Steve Jabba. And my little uh, prelude to the intro was to set the mood, set the tempo for this episode, which is going to be entitled... The N-Word, Part 5. You know, with everything going on in the world today, it's a lot of distractions, a lot of craziness, a lot of chaos, a lot of political views, leanings, and perspectives going left, right, middle. One thing that is consistent that hasn't changed is the perception of us. When I say yes, I mean collectively world known now or called quote unquote black people. Or as I like to refer to us, as I've said many times over and over again, God's chosen. And not everybody who's melanated is chosen. I want to also make that very clear. But that being said, The reason for this episode was because I had not touched on this subject for quite some time now, and I was hoping to get more of us to join me on a podcast episode to discuss several issues amongst us in our community, but in particular, this one, which is how we address one another. Uh, I will say that last night I had a random impromptu uh, conversation with uh, one or two sisters who happened to cross my path. And during this interaction, a couple of things struck me. It is very true that we are not a monolith collectively as a people. We come in various shades, various perspectives, various mindsets, various upbringings. And while some of that overlaps, what I find interesting and crazy at the same time is just how entrenched, how ingrained how powerful the hold over our minds is when it comes to self-identity. Now, I've said this before many times. I personally 
refuse, reject, and will not ever be calling myself the N-word. I don't refer to my friends or my brothers or people close to me with that term. To me, it is not salvageable. It is not redeemable. Okay? You cannot transform it into something positive. Its origin and what it means is what it means. And how it's been applied to us collectively has been used against us historically and is still used against us to even present day where even the youth have it ingrained in them from the womb. Now, I told you before in previous episodes about the N-word when I was in college. I had an ex-girlfriend who was a cheerleader and she had a one-year-old son whose name is Demarius. This chick didn't think that there was anything wrong with calling her one-year-old son the N-word. So I'm like, come here, little N. What you doing, little N? And I used to chastise her and tell her, stop doing that. Stop calling him that. This one-year-old baby has no idea about the trauma you're inflicting upon him with what you're calling him, which he is not. But the ignorance ingrained in us collectively as a people has been manifested to a point now that I honestly believe that it's really one of two things or one of two ways. We are staunchly going to have a segment of us, our community who no matter what, who in a large sense of things will liken themselves to the quote-unquote political affiliation of Democrat. No amount of knowledge, information, intelligence, or historical perspective can reach them. They are stuck and will not deviate from the train of thought and the thought process that they have with regards to their use of the N-word and applying it to themselves and how and who can use or can't use it. And then there's the other half of us who reject it wholeheartedly and refuse to make an excuse for using it, who cringe when we hear others, including ourselves, using it in front of other different cultural and ethnic groups, knowing the far-reaching implications of that, knowing the reflection is not going to be just on those who are using that term, but all of us who don't, because we're going to be lumped in together. Now, let me get to the main point for me bringing back this subject matter. There was a Cosby Show episode once where Theo was trying to explain to Heathcliff, his father, his train of thought or something. And his father let him say his piece having let him finish and with a a sigh and a 
disbelieving look after processing what his son had told him responded with that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life and I'm here to tell you I had a moment like that last night a sister and notice that I chosen my words very carefully this sister one of the two but I had this uh random encounter and meeting who goes to work was exhibiting all types of masculine energy was exhibiting ignorance and wanting to uh, use the n-word at me where I said in a respectful way I told her I said listen you know I, I don't use that word I don't refer to us like that and she's like no Ends means kings. I want to say that again. This female, this sister, well-intentioned, at least from her perspective, was trying to tell me that the N-word now means kings. I want to ask a question. If it is true that the N-word means kings, why don't you just say kings? I have to think about it in a way that I don't go off the deep end. Because my initial reaction was like, this chick, and she was younger, I said, she's totally lost and deluded. There was a time that we would refer to each other collectively as a people with proper etiquette, with proper salutation. Sir, ma'am, brother, sister. Interesting to note, I have friends, I have acquaintances, I have associates, I have people who are in all different cultural and ethnic backgrounds and makeups. When it comes to Hispanic or Latino culture, you know what I find very interesting and what I note, and they still practice it today culturally? They refer to each other, whether they're being formal or informal. Usually it's informal, but in a familiar sense. They will call each other the same way we would used to do. Hermano, hermana, meaning brother, sister. They don't refer to each other with a slur that collectively they would know is means something horrible and derogatory towards them as a people. They would never interchange that meaning to mean something positive or use it in a slang fashion amongst other people that are not of their community or their culture in a way that it is perplexing 
that you can put up the argument that I can use this slur, but another person who doesn't come from my ethnic background or cultural background can't use the same slur, even though I'm using it as freely and as cavalierly right in front of them. And not in a way that you could say uh, conveys or displays a term of endearment. You can say it as vulgar as you like. And God help the person who notices your blatant, overt vulgarity and attempts to say anything in terms of correction or disgust. This is the time period that we're living in now. Moving back to this point. When this chick, this sister, told me that N-words means kings, I literally had to pause as I felt like I had gotten to the sunken place, like and get out. I was trying to process if I had missed something in all the years that I've been alive on this earth, all the years of experience that I've had dealing with racist overt and some that are not so overt. Dealing with the different type personality types and traits within our community. I'd never heard until last night. And this is just me, my experience, my opinion. I'd never heard that before. So to me, that was the dumbest thing I'd ever heard. Now, I do want to do a follow-up to this episode where I have, if I can get some brave brothers and sisters who don't mind sharing their opinion on this subject with me to expound upon the mindset of the opposite, who embrace it, who use it as a quote-unquote term of endearment, who have no problem saying it in front of every other group of people, but don't understand why we're not respected. Don't understand why people will question why they can't use it, but we can. The cognitive dissonance that we constantly demonstrate from one group to the other is astounding and mind-numbing at the same time. I guess in the grand scheme of things if you believe in God and you listen to his word and what he says our people are destroyed for lack of knowledge and some of us think that we actually have more knowledge than we do or more wisdom than we do and then go about teaching younger generations erroneous mindsets and trains of thought based on an ignorant uh, adaptation or perversion or conversion if you will of something to change the negative impact of it that has been displayed historically for centuries and try to act like if that can be cancelled out by simply saying Uh, In my mind, I've turned it the other way around. No. 
you cannot. You must accept facts as they are. And you must move in a way that does not put you in alignment with something that you don't agree with. That's my stance on it. I know that I'm probably going to be yelling into the wind or trying to empty out an ocean with a teaspoon. Trying to reach certain people when it comes to my opinion, when it comes to the use of the N-word. At this point in the game, I think I have to take the approach of a pragmatist. Or even the biblical uh, principle of saying, don't cast your pearls before swine. See, swine won't get it. What I just said. And the ones who will be awake enough to get what I just said would take offense because they know exactly what I'm referring to. Those who are willing to get it, who are willing to have a mind receptive to receive knowledge and information and then act upon that, those will be considered wise people because you embrace knowledge that can help you versus embracing ignorance and acting as if that is knowledge. On that note, I'm going to take a brief break before this last segment. Be right back. All right. We are back after that brief break. And in this last segment, I'm going to mention a couple of things, but namely, there was a um, a clip that I saw, and I'm a little saddened to, to find out that it was an actual um, scene from a show, I think, called The Good Fight, and Delroy Lindo is in this scene as part of a panel of anchors on a uh, network television news network it looked like show and it is brought up during this scene the double standard or the contradiction by one of the Caucasian anchors saying that there's the double standard with the use of the unworthy music and uh, how rappers can say the N-word, but a, a white guy can't say it. And actor Delroy Lindo's character, who's called Adrian, is asked, um, he goes, so say it. And he goes, say what? He goes, say the word that you want to say. And he goes, come on, that's being hypocritical. You know I can't say it. He goes, sure you can. This is America. Say it. I'll tell you what. I'll say it with you. And he goes, so you can see the energy and the perfect acting delivery in that performance by Delroy Lindo highlighted the very real argument that we have today with the use of the N-word, the polarizing context that it uh, 
just exudes and puts onto every kind of discussion or argument you will have with regarding its use. Um, yeah, I was a little disappointed to say the least, <clears throat> excuse me, when I found out that it was actually a scene from a, a television show and not actually a real live um, news broadcast where he was being his authentic self. But even still, it was very believable. That's how great of an actor Delroy Lindo is. Now, I've read comments <clears throat> and seen a similar scenario. I think it was dealing with CNN, and there was actually a rapper who was on a panel with two or three other people, fitting the same scene from The Good Fight, where uh, the, one of the Caucasian <clears throat> panelists is bringing up this exact same point about how the N-word is littered and permeates throughout all of this hip-hop music and people hear it and how this rapper would not be on CNN or I think it was CNN but anyway, he would not be on the show if it weren't for the fact that the N-word was so prominently used throughout his music and the rapper says I don't uh, make money off of the N-word. I make money off of making music and being creative. And what I found in that response was such a disgusting and disingenuous explanation because he knew he was being, his feet were being held to the fire. Instead of telling the truth, he's going to lie like most of the rappers lie in their, their, their raps or exaggerate or embellish. You are using an art form that was originally about uplifting our community, about talking about the struggles, and you are exploiting it and using the slur and getting paid off using that slur to make money in your music and rather than say that because that's too much accountability and too much being real you will sit there and disingenuously say you're just being creative now I want to leave y'all with this before we end this episode And this is from the Bible. This is from Proverbs. Make sure I got this right. All right. So this is from Proverbs. Chapter 20. Verse 21. Death and life. Are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it. Shall eat the fruit thereof. You see, so people who think making the excuse or the argument that 
if it's somebody's vocabulary or vernacular or they've been using it for so long that you're giving it too much power if you get offended by somebody else using it and that that's being petty. What does God say about it would be my response to that. And I just read you the verse. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. On that note, this has been your man, your host, Steve Jobber, for The World According to Us. Let me know what you think about this episode. you have any feedback you'd like to share, any thoughts, there's a Q&A question at the end of this episode that you can fill out. Love to hear good feedback. Or even if it's not necessarily good feedback, if it's just a, your opinion, respectfully, of course. Please leave a reply. Um, And if you like the podcast, subscribe, share with your family, share with your friends. Stay safe. Stay prayed up. Stay blessed. Take care.